Hey everybody, welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast, episode number 164. This will be the episode where we talk about the last episode. We talk about, yeah, exactly. We talk in depth <laughs> about the last episode and more, actually, because we had a, we were out Friday and Saturday night, which was, uh, and for men, people as old as us, that's, uh, at least for me, that's kind of a lot, right? Well, it's, it's funny, you know, yeah, we, we, it was, it was, and I kind of planned it that way to do it all in one weekend, just to make it a nice, nice weekend, but it was very, very busy, so... Um, of course, you can get a hold of us. I don't think I ever said the email or how you get a hold of us in the last episode in our little intro. So, of course, you can reach us at punktillidie77 at gmail or on the Punk Till I Die podcast or Punk Till I Die podcast group on Facebook. Yep, join the group if you haven't already. It's a lot growing. of fun. It keeps the group, growing. The group yep. is growing. It does, and there's different things, people posting different things. You don't have to just post. Post whatever you want in there. It doesn't It doesn't yeah. matter. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, Unless you're just trying to use it to like promote your own podcast, yep. in which case we're a little shifty on that. Yeah, uh, indeed. That's yeah. That, that kind of pisses me off, to be honest. Well, it depends. It kind of depends what it is, too. Like, the ones that were just playing music, it's not a big deal. But, yeah, we're not really that interested in... Well, I, I sometimes get the ones, do you want to promote your podcast? You know, Oh, do, yeah, do yeah, this, that's, this. that's such a scam, right? Yeah, 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 right. Um, well, listen, we don't need you to promote us. We're winning hearts and minds one person at a time. Pretty much one person a week. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it's been going. But one I wanted person. to mention that... Uh, Tom, I just got some new stickers yesterday. I got a new batch of 200 stickers. Yeah, so if people wow. want stickers, if new listeners want stickers for the first time, or if any of our old school listeners want to replenish their sticker supply, just let us know and we will send you more stickers. And we encourage you to stick them up whenever you go and see a show, vandalize the venue, put them wherever you can. Get the get the word out there because you're our, you're our street team, right, Tom? They're our street team. Yeah, and I actually have had a few people. Like, I know Alan and Ricky and a few of the other regulars have asked me, and I sent them has been you know six or eight of them. So, yeah, yeah they yeah. can plaster their local venues. Because so. I, I know you were out, and I was down to five. So, uh, yeah, I have like a couple. I think I have a couple in one of my pockets of my sweatshirt, and I have a couple. Maybe, yeah, but I'm pretty much out. Yeah. So I will, so when I see you this weekend, which we will talk about later on, um, I I will yes. give you a hundred at least. So you are re- wow re- resupplied. Now these are the these are the classic logo. Um, I do plan on getting some of the um, evil Tom and uh, evil Tom and Goblin Neil ones. <laughs> <laughs> our, our cartoon, the cartoon ones. I do plan on getting some stickers of those made, but I, I don't have those. I don't have those together yet. So hopefully we'll get that. Uh... So now I wonder if our people over. Well, of course, you, as they, you already have a sticker maker, but I wonder if. Oh, it doesn't matter. I say I wonder if Sexy Baby. I'm sure can do those for us too. Anyway, well, they can. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I'm thinking of using Mike and, and Sexy Baby to uh, to make our next next batch of stickers. Even though uh, the people I have been using, I've done a really good job. But well, still... yeah, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to take take food out of their children's mouths no but no but we we, we have a personal you know contact yeah. contact with sexy with well uh, and i you know that sounded I weird somebody... i have a personal contact with a sexy baby exactly <laughs> well i had somebody at the sh- at our podcast the other night try to buy a sweatshirt i'm like uh, yeah we don't really have merch like that but i really tell you what follow, follow the group we'll let you know when there's a new batch okay because that's interesting because i was actually thinking of getting just a short run of sweatshirts made just because I've had a couple of people ask me for them. In fact, the the Capcom Heroes guys asked me for them. So um, yeah, they're but, big sweatshirt guys. They're, yeah. they're those, that they're like a sweatshirt band. Yeah, and so you know, hey, if they were them, that gets our name out there and stuff like that, right? So that's that's always a that's always a good way to get you get the word out. So uh, yeah, I'm thinking of doing yeah. another short run of. So if anyone is interested in a sweatshirt that didn't get one first time, um, 
email me or email the email the podcast or send us a message on what, Facebook. What did, and, how many did how many did you get last time? Like thirty. I got thirty, I think thirty or thirty five. And what's the min? Is there like a minimum run? I mean, is it like a price breakdown at a certain point? I mean, if oh. you only get ten of them, is it much more? Or since he's already set up, I wonder if it's. Yeah, I'm, I'm because we know them. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they wouldn't screw us over like that. But I'm sure they. Oh, still, I know they're I'm, not going to screw yeah. us. Yeah, but yeah. So I'm sure they still have the screens made, but it will be more expensive, obviously. But uh, you know, these might be some. Well, it, you know, it might be good just to have some stock on hand, just in case. We'll people have those. Say, we'll have those. We'll have those ready for you in July, kids. <laughs> yes, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe by uh, maybe by late April, something like that. Maybe who knows? Anyway, yeah. maybe we'll get some shorts with the logo on the leg. That would be cool. You got some jogging pants and some. Uh, what else could we do? I don't know about those jogging pants. Oh, it was actually that, that was actually an idea I had for a show. Was going to be um, the most ridiculous uh, punk rock merchandise, you know, because um, we could talk about some of the ridiculous things that like Social D mm. and the Misfits have and things like that. But Misfits all, it, and Motorhead, right? Yeah, it's Misfits al- and Motorhead are the kings. It's almost getting to miss uh, to uh, Kiss level. Some of the ridiculous things that people are putting out. Yes. But anyway, well, we, won't, we won't do that. We won't sell out like that, will we, Tom? I mean, if the offer was right, I probably would. But <laughs> Indeed. Yep. I mean, my integrity is more internal at this point than external, Neil. Yeah. Hey, anything I but, can do to get me to retire early from my job would be good, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it's so. funny how much my mind has changed on that. And we have a lot to talk about, so I don't want to beleaguer this too much by always throwing pots of pans around in the background. Um because when I was a kid, I thought anything like semi-commercial was totally selling out. But then once I realized how difficult it was to make any money playing music, I'm like, yeah, just sell out. Just whatever. Anybody wants anything, just just sell it. Yeah, true enough. As long as you're not directly screwing people over with garbage, which Kiss definitely does, right? Well, it's also it's also difficult. I mean, a, sweatshirt, a T-shirt on a sweatshirt is a T-shirt and a sweatshirt. But, you know, when a small band can afford to sell them for 20 bucks and... The misfits are selling them for forty-five. It's like, well, and they're getting them hmm. at a third of the cost. Yeah, yeah that's kind of weird. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so, listen, my my songs tonight, Neil. I, I I picked a bunch of. We've been playing the crap out of the bands that we saw at the record firm, so I'm actually picked songs based on bands that I've seen recently. Yep. Mostly this weekend. Yep. But for sure. I, I, I'm going to start out with a song, and then we'll go. We'll get right into Friday. Okay. Um, this is a nice upbeat, and it is March, of course the month of St. Patrick's Day. We celebrate by dyeing our rivers green and guzzling, you know, whatever kind of beer we can get. So I'm actually going to play a tosser song. This is the tossers. Good morning, da. Well, good morning, Donna, why, man, child. Don't need you to arrive or vile. If I know my shit, scream and wild. So just lock me up and throw it okay. Well, good morning,
Okay, that was the tosses with Good Morning Da. Uh, so, yeah, Chicago is, not, is famous for, for uh, dyeing the river green for a couple of days, which is really weird. And then in some of the uh, shitty pubs, you can get a green beer, which is also extraordinarily strange. And I'm sure it gives you, I'm sure it colors your poop, because I'm sure they just put some weird food coloring in there. It's it just put, food coloring, yeah. It probably well, just turns funny. your poop green or something. One of my favorite days when I was a younger man and I really craved a cheap beer was like the day after St. Patrick's Day because if they don't sell all the green beer on St. Patrick's Day, they got to heavily discount the beer the next day. <laughs> the thing that always tickles so me. You get like dollar green drafts, you know? And we can, we can get into this because this actually occurred when we went to, uh, when we met up before the show on, uh, on Friday night. But it always amazes me that people seem to think that Guinness is the only stout in the whole world. And uh, so that is all they ask for, even though the bar they go to might have a far superior stout on draft or, you know, or in cans or whatever. But people will still just demand Guinness for some reason. It's, it's, it, it's funny. And especially because in my local liquor store. So we got Guinness from Ireland, seven ninety nine a four-pack. Then we have Murphy's, also from Ireland. So it's just as Irish as Guinness is, except that's three ninety nine a four-pack. So wow. I know which Talk one I'm hands? buying. Uh, yeah, tall cans. I don't know which oh, one I'm make... buying because I actually prefer Murphy's anyway. Murphy's is a tad sweeter. So... Make fun of me for being a cheapskate, do you? Well, no, but like I say, I, I actually prefer Murphy's. If you can find a place with Murphy's on draft, go for it because Murphy's yeah, I don't is really see good. That much here. Well, and the one because I, I do like I do like Harps, and uh, I think that Smithwick's is actually the best of them that I I think. But I don't yeah, know. Smithwick's <laughs> is an ale, not a stout. But yeah, sure, it's made by the Guinness people. But I agree, I like Smithwick's a lot too. I think it's really good. So, so it's funny. We discovered my my wife when she was down there shopping in Michigan City, beautiful Michigan City, Indiana. Do not recommend. Two out of four stars at best. But <laughs> there's a great Irish place down there called McGinnis. Okay, so let's so just to introduce that for the folks. So when you so you drove down to see me because we had bands to see Friday nights at Reggie's, and then you stayed overnight in Chicago Friday night. And then we went to, well, we didn't drive together, but then we went to Logan's Port for our gigs uh, Saturday afternoons. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm sorry, Saturday Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. So um, on the way down, when you're driving down from Michigan through Indiana, you always stop off at Michigan's, Michigan City in Indiana. Is that, is that what it, yeah, is? Yeah, right well, it's become our go-to. I've only been there two times, so oh, okay. it's, it's, it's hardly a you know, lifelong tradition. But yeah, there's a really great Irish place in Michigan City called McGinnis. And it was the 18th of March on our way down. Yep, they have so Patrick's. We went down, and they have a they have great food and great beer. And we had what did I have this time? I had I had some kind of weird Irish Italian beef. It was okay. It wasn't amazing. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. Yes, if it was an Italian beef, it would be weird being in. Well, Irish it's a place. it was a weird. It was an Irish Italian beef. I, I don't know, but I mean, I, I've had the Reuben before. They have something called Taste of Ireland. It's really good. It's just, it's a good place. Yep, well, that's cool. I do recommend. But yeah, so well the funny thing is, so it's we we lose an hour going to Chicago, and then as soon as we go back to Indiana, we get it back. So we didn't leave till ten in the morning because it's only two hours down there, and they don't open till eleven. So we pretty much walked in when when they were we were pretty much the first ones there. That's cool. And we we had lunch. And yeah, it was, it was real cool. And then of course we came up. And this and, is you. I'm I'm sorry, Tom, to interrupt, but this is you, your yes. lovely wife, and yes. our good friend Scott, right? Yes. Yep. I wasn't sure. If Scott was going to be able to go till the last minute because he's got some family issues, but he was able to come, which is good. I think he had a good time. Um, and uh, you know, I, I, my wife's not super interested in this stuff, but I, I you know, I, I don't mind including her if she wants to. She always, you know, she's pretty easy going, had a good time. I think. Yeah, she was a really good sport. 
And she likes going to Logan's. She said when we got back, she said, I, you know, I think I enjoy going to Logan's Park more in Chicago. I'm just like, well, that's good because it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what places in Chicago you're showing her that are better than Logan's Park, but there you go. Well, we went, you know, the thing is, well, here, well, here's the thing, right? So we got up there, and it, here's the, the bummer of it. It was just pissing rain the whole time. Mm. Yeah, it was. It really was. It seems like every time we go to Reggie's, I was saying to you guys, every time we go to Reggie's, we seem to be walking in the rain from the parking yeah. lot. It just seems to it's piss just, down. It was just bur- so we, so we got into so we still stayed in Chinatown, but we actually stayed at a, a nicer, much nicer place this time, and it was it was nice. It was a pretty good room. Um, uh, so yeah, we did that, and then we met up with you guys. We well, we were trying to figure out where to meet up, and we actually met up at the Duke of Perth, which is the first place you and I ever met. Yep, it is the. Uh, it's basically become like almost like a punk till I die, uh, legendary venue, right? Because uh, it we've is been there and so it's, many times. It's very popular now. When we start, I mean, I, I not like it's because of us, but when we start going there three, four years ago, or the first time I was there, I don't know how long you had been going there. Uh, there wasn't many people in there, but it it was pretty busy. Luckily, we still got our little table by the fire, but it was pretty busy when we got in there. It was. Well, you think the thing they do, the thing they're famous for, if they're famous for anything. Is on Fridays they have uh, they have the best fish and chips in Chicago, which they yeah, do, they fish, right? yeah. and it's uh, and it's all you can eat fish on a Friday. So it does get busy on a Friday. It's the busiest day normally. But you are right too. I think and maybe because of all the all the yuppies that have started to move into that neighborhood, it is starting to get a lot more popular than it used to be. We used to be the only ones in there sometimes, and uh, and now you you know sometimes it's a hard nice place. A table. Great, great. It's a, it's really a nice place. Old dark wood. You know, it's it's a uh, Nice beers on tap, uh, good food. I mean, it's it's a, it's a nice place. Yeah, it's one of the only places in the city that has uh, Bellhaven is a is a, is a Scottish brewery, and it's one of the and they have every Bellhaven. They beer have like there. four different. Yeah, yeah they, like they have the IPA, they have the ale, they have the stout, and they the have, the, have they have the strong ale, which is the wee heavy. Yeah, um, and they have that on draft. All four of them on draft, which yep. is excellent. So uh, yeah, it's it's good. So so, we, but that was what was annoying me. Just to just to cut in there, the idiots at the next table, they have a St. Patrick's Day. They were all getting cans, uh, tins of Guinness, even though they had the Bellhaven stout. They could have just got on fucking draft. That well, I felt, I felt like I felt like opening the can and pouring it over the guy's head. Well, and I know the cans are better than supposed to be better than the bottles. They have that little thing that bounces around, the little air thing or whatever it is. I don't know. The but it's still, it's still not as good. It's still, yeah. I mean, they had Bellhaven on draft, the real draft thing. You know, well, it, so, yeah, it's just you know. Guinness in the can is not as good as Guinness draft. I, it's, and I will rarely say that because I'll tell you what, man, PBR out of a can is better than PBR draft. <laughs> That must be pretty rough on draft then. <laughs> so yeah, we went over there, had dinner again, fish and chips. I had fish and chips. You had fish and chips. We had the fish and chips. We did, and we had some was, unlimited. Was... We had we had some extra fish uh, brought out to us by the lovely young waitress. Yes, and I wish uh, I been, if I would have known we we're going to have all you eat, I would have came hungrier. Really. And, and good old Scott. I tell you what, Scott is amazing to have with us because not only is he big and he scares people, uh, he is also a great navigator. So yes, um, yes, that is. He's he's definitely the. When I drive and he navigates, he likes that a lot. Yeah. So for those that don't know, and obviously that'll be most of you, um, Duke of Perth is on the north side of the city. It's actually right by Wrigley Field. So it's on the north side of the city, and Reggie's is on the south side. And the last time we did this, we drove down to Reggie's from Duke of Perth. Um, The GPS took me some busted-ass way that took us like in Lower Wacker and all kinds of weird, weird way to get there, (laughs) which got me incredibly angry as I was driving. But this I time, mean, even even on a good trip, you get incredibly angry when you drive. You you have the most road rage <laughs> of anyone I currently know. I think. But this time, actually, 
uh, Scott's like, yeah, we'll just take, uh, we'll, we'll just go here, we'll get on Lakeshore Drive, and we'll get off on Roosevelt and turn on State. And it was actually really, really simple. Yep, I, I think I think my road rage was extraordinarily low on, on, on this one. So that was good. Yeah, you were never got above about a seven, like what most people <laughs> top out at. But it's, yeah, so yeah, that was, so that was cool, actually. Yeah, it's funny, great, because I didn't realize how long of a train ride that was up there. I was like, oh, man, this kind of sucks. I didn't really, I guess I didn't know we were going to be on the train that long. We had to take the red line up and then transfer, and it, it was kind of a drag. But then we all piled into your car to drive down to, uh, yep. to Reggie's. Ride down to Reggie's. Yeah. And uh, so, so the show started at um, 8, right? I think doors it were seven thirty. Right yeah, no, I started right at the crack of eight. I was yeah. watching my. It was seven thirty doors, eight o'clock show. So the one thing you have to know is that Scott and Tom don't walk very fast. So Lydia and I were uh, we got out of the car, and before we knew it, we were in Reggie's way before you guys. In fact, we were like, I, I, "There's an the insult here somewhere." Where the hell are they? Um, well, yeah, we didn't know which door you went. In. We didn't know if you went in the club. I kind of figured you went in the bar side first. I, I for some no. reason, I was thinking, ah, they won't go straight into the club. No, we went straight into the club. We did. We went straight in because the because the band was about to start, right? So, in fact, the band had already started by the time we went in. Uh, <clears throat> I could hear them start. Okay, no, because we got the roof. I could hear them start. We were up at the roof, and I could hear them start. So you must not have been in there long. I mean, it must have been right about when you walked in. Oh, maybe they were. Maybe they were. Maybe they're sound checking. Anyway. Uh, we walked in, and the merch, obviously, it's the merch at Reggie's is right by where you walk in. So as soon yeah. as we walked in there, uh, we saw Mike from Sexy Baby, who was uh, manning the um, 500 Miles to Memphis merch table. Yep. So yep. we went in, said hello to him. You know, it was it was great to see Mike. Actually, you know what? It was the first time I've seen him without a mask on, because the last time I got my hair cut, it was still, Chicago still had the mask rules in place. So it was actually I the first time I'd seen see, his face. <laughs> so funny, funny story about the mask thing. So Chicago dropped all that. Um, I still see people wearing them, you know, whatever. Like I said, it's per- personal preference. We we didn't, I didn't even bring one. So we get to the hotel and I asked the guy working, you know, uh, what's the deal with the trains? And he's like, they want, you know, they, they ask you where I'm, they don't make you, but they, they want you. And you should, you know, I, I don't remember how he said it, but he's like, you know, they, they, they ask you to, but they don't make you. I get to the train and we hop on the first one and didn't really think about it. We're the only ones not wearing it. Maybe there's like one other homeless guy in there. <laughs> not wearing the mask and i and we get out and transfer and we transfer i see the big sign mask required on all i'm just like ah oh. i just i, I mean i i would have worn one if i'd have known just because i don't want to the last thing i want is to pay a federal fine because i you know i'm not trying to make a statement i just didn't, right. literally didn't have one but you know there was a few people that weren't wearing them um i mean i guess if there's a place you should wear them it's that filthy subway i mean really probably better off wearing like i don't know rubber gloves and just yes. carrying around a bottle of disinfectant rather than I think rubber gloves COVID, would be the but, I think rubber gloves would be the best thing to wear on the L for sure. It is not it is not but, a clean uh, method of transportation, that's for sure. It was a long ride, man. It sucked. By the time we got to Duke of Perth, I had to pee really bad. All right, now you're making me feel bad for making you go to Duke of Perth. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine because that was at least that was close to the train. We were just we were trying yeah. no, it's it's all good. Yeah, I mean I was originally going to suggest the D man, but there was no easy train. No, no, I would have loved there. the D man, but that's just no good way to get up there. Yeah, and you know what, Neil? This weekend, if you want to go D man, we'll go to D whatever wherever you guys want to go. I, I don't care at all. Whatever's, yeah, like I said, we'll try to we'll figure it out. We'll meet up with Alan. And anyway, all right. Listen, why don't you play a song? And we'll talk well, well, I, well, let me introduce it. So, um, so yeah, we get into the club and we say hello to Mike from Sexy Baby, and the band is just going on. And you, I, I'd never heard of Evil Empire before. So, but you had said that you'd heard that they were a ska band. 
So I was expecting the worst. Well, because I was, I had been mistakenly saying that it was Evil Engine. Right. And Mike texted me and said, it's Evil Empire. It's a different band. I'm like, you sure? I went and looked. I'm like, oh, I'll be damned. It does say Evil Empire. Yeah, an Evil But someone told you they were a ska band, right? Yeah. Yeah. Were so, they not? No, they were not. They were, um, so... Wasn't there like were, eight of them or something? There was a lot of them on stage. And they, they, they list themselves as punk and metal, surf and ska. So there is some ska in there. They have some mariachi thrown in too. So I would say that's a really good ex- explanation of them because there was definitely mm. some surf guitar in there. there Sounds was some, horrible on paper. There was some mariachi. <laughs> well, someone said they kind of like the voodoo glow skulls. I don't know enough about uh. the voodoo glow skulls to know if that's true. But um, just call it sure. a straight ska does them a disservice because actually I really enjoyed them. I thought, okay. they were, I thought they were excellent. They have a Hispanic lead singer who sings some songs in English, some songs in Spanish. And I, I just thought they were unusual, and I, I thought the songs were good. So anyway, here's a song, actually, by Evil Empire. Uh, this is off their... They had a 2020 album, I believe. And uh, this song is called... And forgive my Spanish. This is Puros Chingados. Ching, ching, chingados. Oh, I don't know. Chingados. What does that mean? It means pure shit. <laughs> There you go. Chingadazos. Chingadazos. Um, So anyway, yeah, Evil Empire coming up at ya. go that was evil empire with puros chingadazos so yeah well, pu- pure shit which i don't i think I, I think like i said i thought they were good so but you I'm went planning, you, you, you went planning, up to the rooftop bar right you you, you, you didn't even did, say we it up to the rooftop bar. yeah uh and had a beer before we went down so i totally missed them i intentionally kind of once they were done i was like they were my wife and scott were kind of they were in order to get down there and i was like uh you know come on there. i knew there's a lot of people i wanted to meet if nothing else 
So, yeah, we totally missed them. Um, I think I blame it on the fact that they're Scott and their description. I just wasn't particularly interested. Um, but I, I, apparently I screwed up. And I, like I said, I'm planning to write a review of it. And I will admit that I screwed up, apparently, that people told me they were very good. So Yeah, I, uh, they were, I, I so, was pleasantly so he, surprised. I'm sorry, say again? Pleasantly surprised. Ah. Expecting so you were worst, saying you met Mike, you know? which Mike from Sexy Baby, which yes, I had actually never met him. I mean, we talked, you know, we text or whatever, but I, I, it was for my first time actually meeting him. So nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. Very nice guy. Yeah, like he was manning the merch booth for 500 miles to Memphis pretty much all night, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and we also met um, our friend Aaron, right? Who does the, uh, who does yeah, the, I was gonna the say, Goblin cartoons. About, <laughs> yes. When you're talking about the caricatures, I was going to say more on that later because, yep. yes, we met. We met Aaron, who did the characters, also a very nice, you know, unassuming guy from Chicago. It was yep. good to meet him. Yep. We mm-hmm. told him we appreciated his work, especially considering, you know, there's very little chance of, you know, any kind of uh, <laughs> remuneration. He's like, you know what? I have a day job that pays the bills. I do stuff like that for fun. I said, okay, cool. Yeah, even Sounds though like... even though I do think when I, when I was talking about getting more sweatshirts made, I thought it might be nice to, like, the people at least give him a sweatshirt. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Who, who have donated to the show or given time to the show and stuff. Be nice to do something like that. So yeah, anyway, in a, in, a perf- in a perfect world, if, if you know, we would literally send like a care package to the people who came on or who did stuff for us. But this is not a perfect world, Neil. Not even close. Well, we've had a lot of people on. Uh, I don't think we could afford to do that right now. But uh, uh, do we? Ha- well, no, no. I mean, we're not going to do it. We're not going to go back and do it. It's too late. You have to be a new guest. Uh, <laughs> The only person I've sent anything to was Susie Moon. Yes. Because I was kind of hoping that she'd wear a t-shirt when she went on stage, but anyway. Well, she wears a very fancy outfit when she goes to see, but she, she did oh, like, an true. Instagram she with does. her. She does, yeah. She did an Instagram with our t-shirt on, right? She did, yeah. That's that's very yeah. true, actually. She did. So, and yeah. she tags us and stuff. She's been very uh, very good to us, actually. So Yeah, she's, she's, she's fantastic on that stuff. By the way, I just got a new EP. I got it yesterday. I left it at work like an idiot. But uh, yeah, I got the yellow vinyl EP. The new one, yeah, I did too. Very good, very, very, very good. And I got the signed poster. Yep. Did you get the signed poster as well? I did not. That's so right, I, I did, re- I did review it. I will be up because uh, I think, I think the official release date is April first, so that'll probably run next week. Okay. So I did enjoy it very much. Yeah. I don't. I think it's. I really think it's about the same as the first one. I remember when you got. You said you liked it more than the first one. I think it's, it's much. I think it's me, much but, better. I think it's much better. See, than I don't the first think one. it's. I don't know how you could say it's much better. I don't. I mean, it's so similar, isn't it? No, one of the songs is a is a, like a complete. Um, it's coming almost like a pop hit that uh, gold record. Oh, that gold record autograph. Yeah. yeah, it's so hooky. It's it's fantastic. It's dude. That, yeah. It's not a pop hit. That's like an eighties hair metal. It's hit. a pop hit. It's a pop hit. God damn it. I'm telling you, that could have been on MTV in the late 80s. I think I wrote that in my review. It could have been like a... But no, it's great. The whole thing is great. Animal's kind of like a sleazy... Kind of reminds me of an 80s song, too. Kind of a sleazy song, the title track. And what's the the opener is... I can't remember. But anyway, it's another three-song 12-inch and the full length to follow later this year. Yep, that's what they say. So So anyway... we can still catch her in April. My schedule is a mess, but I'm hoping I can... Catch her in April still, so yeah, with I the got, Ravagers. I've got tickets. Yeah, the, the bummer about that is I think it's a Sunday, right? Yeah, which that's not that big of a deal, but I just I got a very busy. I've just been too busy and uh, not had a good uh, life balance lately. So, <laughs> Jesus, that that sounded depressing. Well, no, even like this Friday, you know, I'm I'm literally running to 
I'm going to work probably half a day. I'm going to run to Chicago. We're going to go see that show. And then I have to get up and turn around and come back to, yeah, for a wedding of some friends, which, which is fine. I mean, I'm glad to do it. This, I wouldn't do it for a show that wasn't this big. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, this is sure. like the, it's a big this one, is like yeah. the, Cir- the circle jerks tour is like the punk social event of the season. It seems to be because I've seen a lot of people. This is like the only punk show in like ten years or something that they're going to. Which oh yeah, I'm sure. People, I'm sure longer than me, that. Yeah, people people who left the punk scene and then think it left, they get stopped. Yep, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, the music isn't as good as it used to be. Well, yeah, if you stop paying. As far as I can tell, there's not really much to be seen anymore since I stopped <laughs> going to shows. Yeah, yes. it, it would seem like exactly, that. exactly. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, getting back so, to the Friday show. So there was yes. five bands on the bill. So the next band, I, I, I this is this is the f- weirdest thing, Tom. This is the weirdest thing. So, yep. Um, the second band, I was not excited about seeing at all, but they actually completely blew me away and changed changed my opinion. And uh, hmm. why would that they be? They blew Tom? you away, huh? Because I did. thought they were all right. I, they did. I don't mind them, but no, I mean I wasn't expecting anything at all. I was expecting them to just be annoying. But okay, the second band on the bill was Crazy in the Brains. And uh, they got added last minute. They got added last minute, and uh, they're one of uh, John Gentile from uh, from uh, Punk News. They're one of his favorite bands, and I don't know. They'd always seem to be kind of wacky with the xylophone thing, and I I wasn't expecting anything at all. But I really, really enjoyed them. I thought they were a breath of fresh air. I thought they were the outfits were funny. I I just thought I just really enjoyed them. Uh, the singer weird. was dressed like the millionaire from Gilligan's Island. He was Hawaiian like a shirt and a sailor cap. Yeah, and captain's like hat. A Hawaiian shirt. Yep. They all had Hawaiian shirts, I think, did they? They yeah. did, and the sing and the guitarist had those wacky like. He was just he had long hair and a weird mustache and um, weird <laughs> shoes with like with like silver spikes on them. I don't know the whole band. They really dressed up for the occasion, which I appreciate. Actually, I appreciate appreciate any band who puts effort into the way they look on stage. I I, I do appreciate that. And um, I thought the songs were funny. They played a couple of covers. They I don't know the man. I I just really enjoyed them. You know they huh. they only played for like thirty five minutes or something like that. But uh, I I thought they were good. How about you? Yep. Oh, and you, I know, uh, yeah, know you'd seen them. You'd seen them the week before as well, right? Well, it's funny too because it was a pretty good crowd at Reggie's. It wasn't sold out, but there was probably three, four hundred people there. I mean, it was a good crowd. Yep, probably three hundred maybe. Um, and I had seen them play for like a hundred people a couple weeks ago. So it's weird the difference in mm-hmm. show, you know, because there's more of an energy when you got that big stage, the big lights, and all that. Where I saw them at the Tip Top, you've seen it. The stage is like one yeah. foot tall. <laughs> if that, yeah. And there's just so much, so many fewer people in there. You literally can communicate with the audience without the microphone. They can, you can yell it. Like if you're at Reggie's, you start yelling at the band. You got to be pretty close for them to hear you. Well, how did they I all mean, fit on stage at Reggie's? I mean, at a tip top because well, it's not five it's of not, them, right? It's not too bad. Yeah, the singer just kind of, I think, went on the floor more or less. Did they? Did they have well, the? It, uh, did they have the Hawaiian shirts and stuff on there? Yeah, I think I think he was wearing. I think he was wearing like his pajamas or something. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Right. It was he was definitely wearing like pajama pants or something that clashed with his shirt. It was it was some some kind of outfit. But whatever. He looked comfortable, I'll give him that. <laughs> um Well it's funny you say that leading to the next band because we so we went and saw so the next band to play was uh five hundred miles to Memphis. Now they had six guys. They was it or was it seven? I don't even I don't even no, remember. It was, there was so well, much it was so six. many. But I know that they the steel guitar player I think is older and doesn't tour with him. I don't know if he's still in the band or not, but I thought, I think he told us the steel guitar player was like 70 and the rest of them were probably in their thirties. Um, 
But uh, yeah, they had three electric guitars, bass, drums, and a fiddler. A fiddle player, yeah, a fiddle player with like a with like a, a with like a skull uh, fiddle, you know. Because so the I certainly don't punk. know how I certainly don't know how they are going to fit on the stage at uh, at the tip top. But yeah. yeah, they're coming in. They're coming in May. If it was summer, I'd be like, dude, you guys should come over for barbecue. I wonder what time their load is load in is. But anyway, anyway. Um, well, the, okay, so we, so I'm, by the merch I table. I know I'm a bigger fan of those guys than you are, but I really like those guys, man. I went right down front, and it was funny because when he noticed me, because Ryan, you know, of course, the singer, when he noticed me, he changed the words to something like "I'm punk till I die" or something like that. I think it, I was probably the only person in the whole place who, who recognized. Oh, we it. did. That was nice. That was nice of him. But it was, yeah. it was pretty funny. I was gonna so say, he's a, I was going to say, Tom. That was, I was going to. I was going to say that over by the um, when we were over talking to Mike Sexy Baby over at uh, over at the merch table. Um, Ryan actually came over, the guy, main guy from 500 Miles to Memphis, and he couldn't have been nicer. I mean, he was shaking no, no, hands awesome, with us. Man. He was hugging us. He was, you know, he was. They were. Uh, they're all. Super honestly, nice they all are. Seriously, I, yeah. I, I would. I might. I would have them over the house when they come into town. They're. They're. They're awesome. Yeah. Um. And I actually want to give a shout out to Luke, the fiddle player, because he's the one who started listening to us. I think and turned on. Oh, was that uh, right? Ryan to us? So. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. So I believe this would be the first time we've ever honored a fiddle player on the Uncle <laughs> Die podcast. But Possibly the last, too. <laughs> I think we have but lots it, of it fiddlers, so... lots of fiddlers, but not many fiddle players. Mm. It's funny because I went, so I went right down front when they played. Yes, sir. And about three quarters of the way through the set, my wife comes bouncing down. My wife kept pretty good spirits. She didn't drink nearly as much as I did, but she had enough to be in a pretty good mood, you know, the whole uh -huh. time. And she came down. She's like, "I know this song. I know this song." I'm like, "Yeah, we've been listening to this record at home all the time." So that was that was kind of funny. That was kind of because cool. I, I actually I actually told Ryan that that his record is the rare one that my wife also likes, as opposed to most of my records, which she doesn't really care about. <laughs> so. Now, the, now, was, now, was that the new one, or was that an older one that that you've been playing at the house? The one I played at the house is the last one, not the one that just came out. The one before that, so like the second newest one. Oh, was that the one with the tattoo cover? The one that they were yes. selling. Okay, yes. yeah, that's a great cover, man. That's a great cover. So, on that and, one. And, and it's a great record. And I know, I know that sounds not for everybody, but man, I really, I really do like this band. I'm looking forward to them coming playing the, playing at the little tip top in uh, Grand Rapids. So, as a matter of fact, I, I'll tell you what. Why don't I play a song? And this sure. is from this is from that album, and I think it's the one my wife came down and bounced around with me with. So this is. Uh, 500 miles to Memphis doing Hold On Tight. Blessed be the damned, for they have seen beneath the veil. Blessed be the ink, for it carries the word into the blood, straight to the brain, and buddy, when it does, you had better hold on tight!
Okay, that was 500 miles to Memphis with hold on tight. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know on good authority whether or not that was inspired by the great 38 special song, Hold On Loosely. <laughs> I don't know if that's like one of those answer songs. I'm not sure. Uh, I was asking that. Perhaps. Perhaps it is. Um, the, the one thing I, I didn't particularly enjoy about this set was the police cover that they did. Just cause I oh, see, it. I thought it was fun at the end. I mean, yeah, it, I it was... Know. You know, they had a... The other thing I will say about those guys is they had a pretty cool stage setup. Did you notice that? Uh, what in particular? They just had like... Like their amps had stuff. It just there was like a visual element to it. They had their. Uh, you didn't notice that, huh? But there was yeah. They oh, I did. Cool. I did. You know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah, because I, I remember thinking that man, they must have some money behind them because they had well, the, it, that, yeah, that icon that, logo they, thing. They, you know. But yeah, it was really cool. And uh, once again, I don't know where that's going to fit at the tip top, but you know, I guess that's not my problem, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not your problem. Well, yeah, I mean, because there was a, yeah, there was a lot of them on stage. <laughs> that was uh, that was yeah, at the tip top. That'll be interesting. So, yeah, and then, then, of course, Huntington's were up next. Now, Josh, so we must give a shout-out to Josh, too, because he just had a, his uh, baby boy two days ago. So congratulations, Josh. So he wasn't with them. It was just he was not. Piece. No, they played as yeah. a trio. And I, and I did feel like they missed having that second guitar and second, like, background vocalist with the oohs and the ahs, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I, 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 I like those guys. I mean, they're not, they're not like, my all-time favorite band, but I like them. I think they're, I think they're fun. You, you were not so enamored with them, or, or what was your thoughts on Huntington's? Th- okay, so here's what I thought. Uh, the stage set looked fantastic. The banner behind them went from table, went from uh, roof to roof to um, from classic ceiling. Ramones kind yeah. of inspired backdrop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, from from ceiling from ceiling to floor, and that was pretty impressive. And the light show was impressive and stuff. But the sound, I thought the sound was the worst of any band that night, which I find yeah, interesting a for a, for a three piece. I thought they would have been easy to uh, to mic and to yeah. and, and to and to set the levels, and they sounded. That they didn't sound good at all to me, so that was uh, that was a shame. I thought, but uh, yeah, it was an enjoyable set. They played a lot of uh, their yeah. favorites. You know, you know? It's, it's funny. Here's the here's the oddball thing, and I'll and I know I'm sure this I'm sure this because every band did a did a strange cover, right? Yep. Or at least one cover. So Crazy in the Brains did People Who Died, Jim Carroll. Yep. Band, great, so great classic punk well, song, obviously. Yeah, they do a Nicky Pop cover too. Yep, yep, they do a Nicky Pop cover, yep. and they and who and they also, uh, but. Um, 500 Miles of Memphis did the police. So, of course, uh, the Huntingtons are Ramones' core band. They've made whole albums of Ramones covers, right? So, obviously, they're into a Ramones song, right? Wrong. Who did they cover, Neil? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. You don't? They did a medley of Every Rose Has a Thorn that went into oh, Talk did. Dirty to Me from yeah. the great hair metalers Poison. Yeah, that's kind of disgraceful. I was actually sitting in the back <laughs> talking to Jason at that point because my buddy Jason okay, from yeah, the brewery yeah. was there and he was about to leave, so I went in the back and was talking to him. So I did. I must admit I missed I missed some of the set. Well, it, it's funny because, you know, so... Because there was a lot of that. We ran into a lot of people, so there was mm. a lot of time spent socializing, not watching the bands. Because, as a matter yeah. of fact, you know, I'm a pretty big Flatfoot 56 fan, but I probably watched them for 20 minutes total because I was catching up with people. You know, I was just doing a lot of BS, and, you know, between uh, uh, Ryan from Fire Miles of Memphis and Mike and Aaron. And yep. so, yeah, it was, it was, uh, well, it was did definitely. You, see, you saw Jason, right? You, did you see Jason there? I yep, saw Jason talking okay, cool. quite a bit. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy from Cat Gun Heroes was there. I mean, yep. it was just it was just a lot of people. You know, a lot of people. Uh, our little think, in our little Chicago world. I think I frightened those two guys because uh, I can't remember what it was, but um, one of the bands before they came on, 
the the DJ was playing in between bands uh, started playing uh, effigy song uh, body bag and they went yep, yep, I, I went yep. I went bombing towards the front and was like I was like yelling it and uh, you know and, and shaking my fist in the air and stuff and I jumped all over the Capcom heroes guys as I was doing it and I think they were a little taken aback <laughs> taken aback but I was pretty fired up by that time because I had three bell havens and uh, and a and a Modelo, I think, by that point. So I was pretty fired up. So well, I'll tell you what, we're going to talk all about those Cap Gun heroes. But first, let's play. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, you want you want me to just do mine since your songs are a little different. Well, my songs. Well, I, I'm I'm going by next song because mine's more be, on theme. Well, it is, but so is mine because I'm going back to Crazy in the Brains. All right, go ahead. What's up to you? Uh, okay, so yeah, so I'm no, gonna go, play. No, go, go. I'm gonna play. So this was funny. So when when Crazy in the Brains played. Uh, they, they have a lot of banter with the crowd. In fact, they asked that same question. Uh, Tom, they asked that same question again. Anyone have any questions for us? And I yelled the same thing that you did. Where's a xylophone player? And uh, they made a, like a throat-cutting gesture like they'd killed him, which I thought was funny. But anyway, they, they, they were... <laughs> we're just, dude, that's going to be our thing. Every time yeah. we see them, we're just going to yell, where's the xylophone? Yeah. Even though we did nothing but complain about the fact that they had a xylophone. Now yeah. we're pissed that there's no xylophone. Um, so um, the, the, one of the songs is called I Don't Deliver Pizza Anymore. Yep, and yep. Uh, and he announces that, and some some person in the crowd behind us yells, "Well, maybe you should go back to doing that or something." So I thought that was funny. But anyway, ah, uh, that's funny. I'm gonna play. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play. Uh, this is crazy in the brains with I don't deliver pizza anymore.
okay, that was crazy in the brains, but I don't deliver pizza anymore. And like I said, I really, really enjoyed them, which surprised the hell out of me. And now I wish I'd bought something off their merch table because they're poor. Yeah, they merch had a record. Lady. Yeah, they did. And a seven inch. Yep. And she looked, she looked and, bored, and no one was talking to us. So I feel kind of bad. Well, it's funny, Neil. You mentioned that because she, I was, I talked to her a little bit too. The girl working the merch, you know, and the, the actually the most unusual thing they have there is the singer Christopher has this like big art book of like mm-hmm. things that he he's drawn. I, I I didn't look at it, but um, but I was talking to the girl and I said, hey, we saw, we saw you in Grand Rapids or Scott said, or were you with him in Grand Rapids or something? I can't remember. And I started talking to her and she gave me a bunch of stickers and I actually gave her a couple punk tie dye stickers. And I started talking to her, like, yeah, we, you know, I saw the show in Grand Rapids. I think we might have actually talked about it on this podcast. And then I, and then I walked away and I go, but did we talk nice? You did. You, know? you didn't. Yeah, no, you didn't say anything bad about them. You didn't at all. Yeah. You, you said you said you thought they were okay. You know, you certainly didn't trash them or anything. You never do though. You're not. You're, you're always nice. Well, you know, I'm. I, listen, I'm not really looking to listen to bands that suck either. You know. Yeah. And, and I don't mind. Yeah, they, they've definitely grown on me. I must say, after seeing them twice, after avoiding them for like ten years. Well, I, I think actually, uh, you know what? I think we make fun of it, but I think they might actually be a much better band without the xylophone because with the xylophone, they're just a wacky kind of too gimmicky, right? Too gimmicky kind of band, yeah. Whereas now they've actually they can actually exist on the quality of the songs, and I thought the songs were actually pretty damn catchy, so I think that's fine. I don't I don't know why they need the keyboard. You can can really hear it anyway. Uh, true enough. True enough. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I they, guess they, you get they, that they, little bit. That. Yeah. That little bit of ambiance or whatever. So yeah, so you guys took off earlier as you always do because it was too long of a bill, right? Well, it was you too. Guys... It, I mean, I'll be honest. It was too long of a bill, it was late. and and the Celtic punk thing, five bands. The Celtic punk thing also leaves me cold. I think the... all those bands sound kind of the same, and you know exactly what's uh, going to yes be. Yes and no. And and I'll, and I'll be honest. I was I had had enough of fucking dorks in fucking green Blackhawks jerseys by that point. Because there seemed like to was be there a lot of that. I didn't there even was, notice there was, that. there was a lot of that. There was a lot of green T-shirts and people who appeared to have just wandered in off the street just because it was somewhere to go and it wasn't expensive. Uh, but yeah, there was a lot of green Blackhawks jerseys. Yes, it was and, twenty bucks to get in. You'd think it would. Yeah, I, of course, unless I you're think, Scott, who didn't have a ticket in advance, the guy's like, "Yeah, just go in." Yeah, well, I think I think most uh, I think most clubs charge charge a charge a cover these days, right? Um, but anyway, I'd had enough of the crowd and the Celtic punk thing. Like I say, it leaves me cold. So I, uh, I, I left after a couple of songs. I left for fifty six. So uh, tell me all about them and uh, and. Well, you know, I spent most of my time socializing. Also, you know, I bought a bunch of stuff. Of course, I bought. Um, but my my what younger you daughter. What did you buy? Well, I bought I bought three Huntington's records. Jesus, really? Wow. Well, and they sold out. Like, they had that live 7-inch they did with Joey Ramone, but they actually sold out. It was there when I got there, but by the time I went to leave, it was sold out. I got the uh, Back to Ramonia one, which is, like, the Ramones cover album. I got the uh, Plastic Surgery album, and I got the Get Lost album. Those those last two were the ones that uh, Mikey put out for, from Sexy Baby. So, yeah, I think all actually, colored. Yeah, I think he actually sent me those, which is why I think I actually have them. I have, one on, I have Back to Ramonia on cassettes as well that he sent me. There you go. Good yep. luck finding a player. Yep. So well, um, I've actually got one, luckily. But anyway, because I've moved and I found it. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, so what else did you buy? So yeah, and then I did buy the newest Flatfoot record, which I have on CD, but I bought the record anyway because I really like it. It's called Odd Boat. Probably came out like five years ago. It's a good record, man. Good, good punk record with a little bit of Celtic flavor. It's not like they're doing. They're not trying to do the Pogues, you know. They're more like a punk band that has a, like a. 
what's that little tiny guitar thing that they play? Well, oh, oh yeah, with a mandolin or something. Mandolin, yeah. yeah. Um, so okay, tosses off left foot fifty, left foot fifty six. Apples and oranges. Well, they're both they're totally, got that, they're totally, they're, they've both they're got totally that Celtic different. punk thing going on, don't they? Uh, tossers don't really have tossers don't have electric guitar. So they're a lot they're, more traditional Irish. Yeah, yeah, definitely more folky. Definitely, and they do a lot more of the traditional Irish songs. Slapfoot pretty much only does their own songs. They do. They actually do, like uh, they close with "I'll Fly Away," like the old like hymn. Okay, don't know it, but okay. You don't know "I'll Fly Away"? It's like a country slash hymn classic. Well, that, that, uh, when Josh that would, that when, when Josh ex- from Huntington was on, he said that was like the song they walked on the aisle to or somewhere when they got married. Anyway, that, that would explain why I don't know it. Most of most people know it. Most country most people. But anyway, um, but yeah, we enjoyed them. But oh, oh, so anyway, so I bought that record. So I bought four LPs, and then I was uh, my daughter's going to turn twenty-one in June, and my wife was sort of enamored with the coffee beans that the five hundred miles from Memphis guys were selling because one of them was called like Hangover Easy or something like that. So she bought a bag of coffee beans, and then Ryan loaded me down with a seven-inch and a CD, which we listened to in the car on the way home was great, and uh, like a patch and some stuff that I was gonna pick up. So I, I just I got, I got quite a bit of, quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, funnily which enough, I, I guess I because I, I didn't end up really buying much of anything on Saturday, and I kind of figured I would, but I blew I guess about a hundred bucks on records on Friday, so I was like, eh. It's fun. Yeah, funnily so, enough, as we were leaving, we uh, Lydia and I saw Ryan as we were leaving. And I introduced Ryan to my daughter, uh, Lydia, and he goes, oh, here, have some of this stuff. So, yeah, he gave her a bag of coffee as well. <laughs> he gave her a coffee and a CD and a bunch of stickers. And uh, so, yeah, <coughs> super, super nice. Well, I didn't, I didn't mind paying for it because, like I said, he loaded us up with stuff. So, <clears throat> anyway, oh, boy, never had water go down so poorly. Mm. But, yeah, so I had a big pile of stuff. Now, what were you drinking that uh, night? What's that? What were you drinking? Were you drinking PBR? was. Okay. I mean, Bellhaven first. Yep, Bellhaven first, PBR, the yeah. pub, and then PBR. So how much were they charging for the PBRs over there? I think five. Okay, yeah, because I think the Modelo, we were, I was drinking Modelo, and I think it was eight, I think. They were tall boys. Reggie's used to be a lot cheaper on that. They've definitely gone up. I mean, it's still cheaper than Chicago, well, most Chicago places. Oh, yeah. Like sure. a lot more. Like the Vic is probably like 12 bucks for a beer, right? Yeah, and if you go to Wrigley Field or something, you'll be paying fifteen for a beer. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I might, I might volunteer to drive Friday. I don't know. We'll see. Since I got to get up in the morning anyway, we'll see what happens. Maybe not. Well, we're going to Vic, which is on the north side, so it's not a bad drive at all. This one's on Belmont. No? In okay. fact, in fact, if we go to Duke of Perth again, we can walk to it. We can walk to the Vic from Duke of Perth. So, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be a good place, you know, with Alan too. Yep. So, oh, that's right. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're going to see Alan, aren't we? Yeah. So anyway, so that was so, okay, so what did you, so what time did you get out of there? So you stayed till the end of Flatfoot? Yeah, we did. I mean, I'm sure it was after midnight. Okay. Yeah. I Maybe 1230. I don't know. Yeah, because even, because even though we left early, which was probably 1130, by the time I'd driven home and stuff, it was still one o'clock when I was getting to bed. Well, so, and, and we did keep up our one Chinatown tradition, even though my wife was with us. We went and got egg rolls after. Oh, you did at that weird place, at that little dive? Yeah. I mean, it's not weird. It's just a divey little takeout Chinese place, yeah. Yeah. It was funny because we tried to go there for lunch because most of the places weren't open yet. We had to be out of the hotel at 11. Most of the places weren't open, so we are like, oh, we'll go there. They're always open. Turns out they don't open. They weren't open until noon, but they are open all night. So it's like, I thought they'd just live there. I guess. But, wow. How was the food? Anyway. It's pretty good. I mean, it's we just got egg rolls. Okay, interesting. So you know, it's just a snack deal, just a little snack. 
It's, it's funny. I didn't see. I didn't see. I didn't see Scott all night. Was was Scott was Scott sitting upstairs or was he uh, was he in the crowd somewhere? Uh, I don't know. I guess you know. I was so busy. I, I don't know. He was around. Okay. I don't know if he went upstairs or not. I think he was around for the most part. He might have went upstairs. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really I, see there was him. Enough people there that I. There was enough people there that I doubt there was much seating upstairs left, but. Yeah, Maybe. I think, I think all the dickheads in the green Blackhawks jerseys were all downstairs when Flatfoot came on. So. There you go. Anyway, do you want to do you want to play a Flatfoot song to uh, to play us out from that, or well, it's up to you. You can play. You've got Flatfoot and you've got Huntington's to play yet. So well, let's you, do Huntington's first, just okay. to keep it in order. Then we'll, right. Even though it'll, it'll be a little out of place when we switch to Saturday night, but okay, let's do uh, this Flatfoot Fifty Six from their Great Toil album. This is I believe it. So uh, if you wanted to, we could play Huntington's track now too. Before we, do you want to? Before we go to the other show. 
All right. Well, why don't we play the Huntington's one before the Flaffo one? No, it doesn't matter. Sure. Let's do. Let's do. I want to be a Ramon by the Huntington's too. We'll double it up and then we'll go to Saturday night. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Huntington's. I want to be a Ramon. One, two, three, four. I want to be a Ramon. So that ended Friday. So Friday night, Tom and his and his party. So you and your wife and Scott had his own room, and stayed over Friday night. And then you drove up. What time did you leave Chicago? The next day? Mm, eh, maybe eleven thirty or something local time. But once you cross the Indiana line, you know the, you're back to twelve thirty. You know, you lose an hour. Right. So you got um, into you got into Logan's Port at. Uh, oh well, I'm sorry. Did, did you did you eat lunch anywhere at, in Chicago? No, we went to some Irish joint in Lansing, Illinois. I didn't even know there was a Once Lansing again. in Illinois. Jesus, where's that? Well, it's funny. We went to this place. and It had a lot of red flags, but it had very good online reviews, right? We go in there. There's nobody in there. They have this enormous stage with microphones. And you tell this place is like a – it's like a weekend heavy metal bar kind of place. But hold on a but second. The, no, hold on a second. If you're, if you're down on the south side – you're just you're just literally ten minutes away from or twenty minutes away from the Indiana border. How did you end up in some different uh, place in yeah, Illinois? Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, we just we wanted to get somewhere where we. Here's the thing with Chicago: if we don't know the neighborhoods, it's a pain to park. So we just wanted to get out of the city. To we were going to eat in Chinatown where we were parked, but like I said, it didn't work out. So we just 
The only place that was open, like, had, like, intestine soup and tripe, fried Ooh, tripe or Jesus. something. It was, like, hardcore Christ, yeah. Chinese. Yeah. My companions looked at the menu and turned their nose up at us. <laughs> no like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, so we went to this other place. It was called, like, J.J. Kelly's or J.J. something. But it was clearly, like, a weekend heavy metal bar. I was a little concerned because they had a huge menu, which is usually a bad sign. Yes, but the sir. food was actually pretty food was actually pretty good. Just, you know, American, you know? Hmm. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and then we finished going down to, and, it, and the, with the time chains and our leisurely lunch, I think it was pretty close to 4 o'clock by the time we get down there. Okay, yeah, because for you it would have been like a two-hour drive from the south side, right? Yeah, no, nah, two and a half, I think. Maybe, well, maybe two and a quarter, yeah. I mean, um, as, as normal for me, driving from the north side, there was an hour just getting out of Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Pain in the ass. Well, yeah. and I, I'm getting the impression that you spent a lot of time waiting for the girls in your life. Um, I did, even though we were like, okay, we'll leave at noon. That means we'll get there at 3, which will be 4 o'clock uh, Logansport yep. time. And we're not supposed to go until 6. So that should give us two hours. But I don't know and what happened. And you showed I up at quarter to 6. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what happened to those two hours. I think we got into. We ended up getting into Logansport at like about four thirty, and the girls hadn't eaten. Bet you it was earlier than that, Neil. Because when we were checking in, which was just a little after four, you were at Bob Evans. We saw your car. Oh, okay, okay. So, well, I don't know what happened. No, Neil, like, they couldn't have been. They couldn't have been because we were only in Bob Evans forty-five minutes. Tell me, tell me, tell me again your obsession with Bob Evans. Oh, I, I just really like the I'm breakfast. I'm struggling with this. Uh, no, I really like the breakfast. I, the, there's no Bob Evans around where I live. Ah. And so wh- wh- every time I've been to Bob Evans, the biscuits and gravy, I think, are fantastic. So whenever mm. I see one, which is probably only like once every five years, I like to go to Bob Evans for breakfast. I mean, I've known you for – I've known you, you go to Bob Evans at least once a year since I've known you, but whatever. Whatever's well, the, your story. Well, well, the last time I was there was in Logansport. Was that right? The last, the last oh, that was two years ago. Okay. Yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah, that was the last time I was there. So um, the same Bob Evans. Now, the, the, the breakfast there that time was fantastic. The lunch we decided to get, oh, Jesus Christ. So Not how, good, can, huh? how can I say this that's politically correct? Um, so we get in. Like I wanted to go, I wanted to check in at the hotel right away and then get to the venue because I knew we were supposed to be, we were supposed to go on at 6, and we wanted to get start getting set it up at 5.30, right? We didn't know how long it was going to take to set up. It was right. kind of the wild card. Right. So I wanted to do that, but the girls hadn't eaten. They hadn't eaten all day, basically. Um, so they were like, so we're, their we're poor planning is their poor planning is your problem? Well, you know, I was like, well, we got an hour and a half. It should be fine. No, it's, I just, so no, um, we were driving up Market Street. Is it Market Street? That's what it's called, right? Market Street, yeah. Logan's Foot. So we're like, okay, well, see if there's any places you want to go to. And they're like, uh, no, no, no. Uh, and then we get to the Bob Evans, which is really close to the Holiday Inn, which is where we were staying. And we're like, well, Bob Evans, it's a chain. There should be hamburgers or whatever. It'll be fine, right? It's 4.30 in the afternoon. Kind of a weird time, but we'll, we'll go. Well, that's when people who eat at Bob Evans eat dinner. That's what yeah. the Bob Evans crowd eats dinner at, right? So we get in there. And I also forgot it's country time. It's not city time. And, you know, any restaurant in Chicago, if they don't have the, if someone isn't at your table in five minutes, people are causing a bloody fit, right? But this is, this is country time. So people, no, you know, I think it's, I think it's COVID time because oh, maybe. service of the restaurants has gotten terrible. Oh, and no, it's well, not no, there, there was, there was very few patrons and there was about eight people working at Bob Evans. So mm. I'm, I'm not going to blame it on that. But I just didn't like the looks of you, probably. I, some old lady, yeah, we did stick out. That is true. <laughs> um, 
So some old lady come, uh, wanders over and says, I, I thought she was going to take our order. Fine, after five or ten minutes. Um, and she goes, oh, we got a new waitress just, just started today. You're her first customers. So she's very nervous. So uh, be nice to her, okay? So we're like, okay. All right. And this, uh, the girl wanders over after five more minutes. And she was, um, how do I put it? She was slow. Not the, yeah, yeah, slow in lots of ways, right? So, yeah, not the sharpest knife in the drawer, right? So, anyway, she's taking her order and she gets it wrong about eight times. And the lady has to keep coming over and, and, you know, and correcting her. And then she comes back, has to come back over and ask her what sides we want. And so, anyway. All we got was a chicken. I got a chicken sandwich. You know, Laura got some fried chicken and Lydia got, a I don't know, pancakes or something like that. It wasn't a difficult order, but it took about a half hour to come out. And by the time it came out, it was it was fucking awful anyway. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, how can you screw up a chicken sandwich, right? It, 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 the chicken was so dry, it was an animal. Hey, this so. is pork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, we pushed it around the plate for 10 minutes. And I'm like, man, we got to go. So we cut out of Bob Evans, and then we still had to check in at the hotel. So we checked in at the hotel, and then the girls had to put makeup on and get changed and shit. So that's why we were fucking late. So we got to the, and I had to look up as well where the, where the record farm was, because, you know, it's It was moved. literally two miles down the road, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's moved, right? So it wasn't right on Market Street like it used to be. So, yeah, it wasn't far, but I still had to look it up. So, um, and plus, you never answer your goddamn texts, which is true. So, you know, because I was asking you. I don't I asked, have the ringer. I don't have my ringer on. I asked you I and your wife, where is this place? And neither one of you answered me, so I had to look it up. Dude, how do you think I found it? I Googled it. Yeah, well, I was hoping because we was short of time that you'd just be able to tell me. But, you know, anyway, I Googled it. I, I wouldn't have been quicker than Google, dude. I wouldn't have been quicker. Well, actually, no. Google, no. Actually, you would have been because when I Googled it, it took me to the old location. Well, yeah, you got to put in bonus points, dude. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Which I learned. Anyway. We were supposed to go on at six, and I ended up getting there at about quarter to six. Now, yeah. if we if we'd be doing a regular show, just plugging in the microphones and going, that wouldn't have been a problem. No problem. But yeah. because on this one, we were determined this time. We I mean this is our third live show, right? And we were determined this time that and, and by far the biggest crowd. Oh, by far the biggest crowd. Yeah, the place was packed. So okay, so Tom, t- tell them, tell the tell the listeners what what Bonus Pints slash Record Farm is like. Give them a, give them a rundown of the place. So you, if you go on the street, enter from the street side, the record store is first. And it's got to be a pretty decent-sized record store. I mean, it's not huge, but it was real tiny before, and now it's a pretty decent-sized record store. They have a little bit of everything, guitars and stuff, and the stage is, like, when you walk in the front door, the stage is right on the right, kind of yep. in, the corner. in the corner. It's a yeah. weird-shaped stage. It's shaped like a hockey stick or an L or something. It's definitely kind of a weird, weird-shaped shape, stage. But then when you come and then you come in the back, it's like a... A bar, restaurant kind of thing full of video games and pinball machines and stuff. And there's like a loft in the back, like up, up above another level. Yep. It's really super cool, honestly. And because they kind of worked within the, you know, they kind of kept some of the features of the old building. You know, it, it's really, it's, it's a real nice place. You know, they kept the tin ceilings and stuff. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's long, and, it's, it's long and it's long and thin. So going from the record store in the front. So the yeah. so the bar pinball tables and then yeah and the bathrooms and then the, there's a re, yeah like like you said there's a second floor above it where you can sit as well so the place was pretty goddamn full when we got in there 
What do you well, think, Tom? It, like 150 yeah, he's people? He's doing great. You know, we talked about them on the way home on the drive home. It's like, man, he took a risk over there, but it really is. I mean, it's it's a it's real asset to that community, man. It's a cool place. Oh yeah, yeah. He says they've been real doing steady business. Forty, you know, they're open four days a week, and he said they've been doing pretty steady business. If you if you're passing through, because I know. You have to go. Logansport's not somewhere you really is a destination, even though it could be maybe. But you know, it's not that far off the beaten path if you're passing through or headed to Indianapolis or something. So check well, it yeah, out, man. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's, it's, cool. A, it's about two thirds of the way to Indianapolis. So if you go into Indianapolis from Chicago, you'll pretty much go through Logansport. You know, if you go on sixty-five. So yeah, it's worth it's worth stopping and seeing. And I think Matt's wife does the cooking, right, for the uh, for the food over there. Yeah. And the food. Well, was that's excellent. what I would say. If you would have known, you wouldn't have taken the family to Bob no, Evans. If you'd absolutely have known, right? not. The no. food is fantastic. Yeah. We tried a we we tried a number of different things actually. Yeah, and the pork, and, and, and all the beer and all the beer right. is from a local brewery, right? I mean, it's all well, it's all different. It's all different local breweries. And the cool the cool thing is, so they use those little baby kegs. So it's just constantly changing, it, and they use like playbills, like the size of uh, you know, like your show posters, you know, and they have them up on a thing, and they just keep sliding them in and out. So it's 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 real cool. There's a lot of there's a lot of really small touches there that are really nice that they just are are, are cool and clever, you know. Yeah, I mean, for you know, this would this would fit in very well in a big city, and the fact that it's in a small town like Logansport, it must be it's really special, you know, for for those folks. Well, and Matt's done a great job. Well, that's that's that that was my observation. Is well, it's, I, but it's not a big city because the people in there were pretty cool with whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I I don't know. I was sort of amazed, and I know Matt was pretty happy with the crowd's reaction to punk. I don't think he'd really had anything punk in there before, hmm. but I think this is definitely going to open up the doors to him booking more punk stuff in there. Yeah. Which is funny because Mobile Death Camp, a couple of the guys are sort of local, so they had the biggest. They definitely had the biggest crowd. Oh, the, definitely, yeah. yeah they they really had some people there just to see when them, they yeah. played. They really packed in on their end of the floor. But all the bands had a good, good crowd. I mean, there was, there was, you know, there was no question about it. every bands were. Ha- I think everybody was happy. I don't think anybody, you know, I don't think anybody involved with this thing was not happy, including no. us. Agreed. Especially when the next day you text me and said, "Hey, we actually recorded something." <laughs> yes, I, dude. I went when I went to bed at the hotel that night. I was like, I have to give it a listen and just see if anything recorded at all because we were concerned, right? Because, okay, so let's tell the story of that. So, Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you play it? You want to play a song? We, we've already got two more songs left. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Go so, tell, your, yeah. tell your story. Actually, yeah, tell your story. Yeah. Um, so, so normally we only, you know, we only worry about recording. That's the thing we normally worry about. But this time, because it's a third live show and there was a lot of people there, we wanted them to be able to hear what we were saying. Because, so yeah, usually, because the way we've done it before, unless you're standing right there, you really, right. it's hard to hear. Yeah. So we wanted to tap into the PA this time. So it seemed like we could either be tapped into the PA and the people could hear us overhead through the PA, but we didn't really get anything through, the, through when we were recording or vice versa. So we had to try and it was we spent like 20 minutes just playing around with trying to get all these different mics. In the end, we had like hand mics that we were that we were talking to on the PA. And then we had the regular mic plugged into the side of the computer so we could record. And we were kind of hoping that it was going to record. Right. Because when we were recording, the the the, um, the bars didn't go very high. So we were like, oh, shit, are we even recording anything at all? <coughs> and I think it <coughs> it actually cut out at one point, too. Completely so, um, but 
<coughs> did you listen to the whole thing, or did we? Just oh, I did. No, I, okay. I, I I listened to the whole thing. It does cut out at one point, and I have to start the recording again. We probably missed about twenty five seconds of Matt talking, but it's fine. I mean, it holds up together, and I was actually able to run it through Audacity and increase the volume. So actually, people will they'll have heard it already, right? Because it's one one sixty three. You'll already know it sounds it sounds fine. It sounds live, and it sounds like there's you can hear the crowd, and it it sounds really good actually. So I, I was very impressed with the way it came out. We were lucky. So, I'm actually going to, for the next time we do this, I'm actually going to buy some different equipment. So, we'll actually have like a little input-output board so we'll, that we'll go through. So, we'll be more professional next time. But uh, mm. it did take us about a half hour to get the things set up before we started. So, famous, we were a little Famous late. last words. Well, well, and it's funny too because, you know, there's something exhilarating. We really didn't have anything planned. And, I, and, I, and we do this sometimes. We'll have a show where we have very minimal planned. And there is something exhilarating about looking into the void and just knowing you have to wing it. Yeah, 100%. but I was getting a little nervous before we started. A because we we're having so much technical problems, I had too much time to think about it. Where I'm like, "Oh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" We ended up just basically talking to people, which was fine. But I actually, there was a time where I thought, um, "Well, I was like, man, maybe I'll drag my wife up here, or maybe I'll drag Scott up here," because we've kind of been <laughs> threatening to do that. Yeah, but they didn't come close enough that I could grab them. So no, I don't think it was and, fine. And we started so late, so we had, so I hate being the guy who's making everybody late. So we started a half hour late, and then we went for about forty five minutes. So, so we probably pushed the show back about twenty minutes as a rule. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a big issue, obviously, but it was like I, I, I we kind of rushed, I think, but I think it was fun, and I think, it, like I said, it gives people a feel for what we do live. I think. Yeah, so we started off talking to Matt for like 15 minutes about the place and how we got yeah, it 10, started. Yeah, 10, 15 and stuff. minutes every guy. Yeah. 10 minutes maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it was Matt, and then it was uh, it was Todd from a Mobile Death Camp. The thing with Matt, you must note too, Neil, is he his wife is running the kitchen, running the bar, and Matt is running around like a maniac. Like, he was dealing with the bands and super cool with that. I know he took good care of the bands. He's taking care of the bands doing the stage managing for the most part plus like changing kegs running around i mean like right. i'm like this dude works a day job you know and then he comes here and does this four nights a week it's it's insane it is and he, and he still manages to remain completely calm i mean that was right i mean he's like cool as a cucumber when he's doing all this stuff you wouldn't be able to tell he was under pressure or anything he was uh yeah don't want to toot his horn too much but he was yeah he was a, he was a great host and uh yeah and, and he's and he's always a lot of fun um after we talked to him, we talked to Todd from Mobile Death Camp, obviously, for 15 minutes, and he has his normal great stories, right? Yeah. Big dude, like you said, man. That is a one big dude. In fact, it was funny. Um, they pinned up the Punk Till I Die banner behind us as we were doing our thing on our table, which is fine. Yeah. But when, when I came to take it down, I don't know who pinned the stuff up there. I couldn't reach the top pins. So I had to go. <laughs> had to go ask Todd if he if he if he done pin them for me because he's like I don't know six five or something. It's funny, you know. It's funny you mentioned height because I didn't I didn't think of, I was going to mention something about Flatfoot Fifty Six. You can always tell the Flatfoot Fifty Six guys. I remember going to see Cox Bar in Chicago, and I'm like, oh, there's the Flatfoot Fifty Six guys because the shorter of the two brothers, who are the main brothers, is like six five. Oh wow. Yeah. And the the singer is six ten. His guitar looks like a freaking ukulele. Jesus Christ, I didn't know that. Tobin, wow. yeah, he's huge, man. He's just a huge dude. I saw him walk by Scott, and he was like a head taller. Wow, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Scott, yeah, because Scott's a big dude. Yeah, he's very big. Tobin is very very big. But yeah. anyway, yes, Todd is big. He's I think six five or something. And yeah, he's he's a big boy. I mean, he's 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 built big too. He's uh, yeah, 
It's funny. He thrashes that little fly. Funny as hell and nice as hell, man. He's the nicest guy. Super good dude. Yeah, super good dude. So once matter of fact, everybody I mean, honestly, everybody, all the bands that you know came out to play, I mean, they 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 couldn't have been cooler, right? I mean, everybody was everybody involved with this thing. And I'm not just tooting our own horn, because honestly, Matt put this thing on. I mean, we we are lucky enough to have Matt as a friend to put this thing on for us. We did very little, but man, it was just such a great event. Honestly, just just I can't imagine how it could have gone better. Right, right. Uh, next up, we talked to uh, the Distractions, right, who were from South Bend. Yes, and yeah. I've known Jason like we're online friends. Like I reviewed his album and stuff, and he they played gr fairly regularly but yeah i actually never met him in the flesh yeah jason fowler uh we talked to him nice guy uh told us a lot about the band and stuff that was good and then uh finally we ended up with talking to jimmy from the capcom heroes who we've had on before obviously but uh we talked to him you know when he told us about t1 fest again and uh we had a nice talk with them and we actually got the date actually got the dates right and we got the lineup announced (laughs) yeah yeah we got the yeah all that stuff that's good so we'll be certainly be going to that and uh, and then it was time for us to end, so we cleared off the stage, and uh, the distractions played first, probably for thirty minutes, and then yeah, yeah, thirty thirty five minutes. That's it. Yep. Then Capcut Heroes played, and you know because it was such a small stage, um, and there's five folks in the Capcom Heroes, so uh, Joe, Joe Capcom was actually, he brought the mic stand down to the onto the ground and was actually singing, you know, in the in the wasn't on the stage at all because there just wasn't room for him, right? So, yeah, they're they're good sized dudes. They're just, I mean, not like like huge or anything, but they're just you know full size boys. Yep, yep. So full size Chicago boys. So yeah, Chicago plumbers, as you like to call them. Yeah. Um, but they just they just so unassuming, you know. Yeah, very and much. And the so. singer especially, he just so. starts singing. He's like, he's his voice doesn't match, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Like, like his voice doesn't match his body and his demeanor. Yeah. So uh, we were up front for those guys, and then, you know, they played 35, 40 minutes probably, and then Mobile Death Camp came on, and Mobile Death Camp packed them in. Like, at that point, the record store got completely full, and it was people headbanging. They're local guys, and, you know, know, Midwesterners love their metal. There's no question about it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just... They played pretty much straight up thrash. I actually dug them quite a bit. I know it's Uh, probably not your thing, but... I had a a bone to pick with Matt. Matt said that they were going to play a punk set. And uh, if that was the punk set, I'd hate to see the thrash set because basically, basically <laughs> played, it was it was all thrash, right? Well, they played three, they played two genuine punk songs, and well, maybe one punk song, a couple borderline ones. They played "Jealous Again," right? And they played a Black Devo, Flag song. They, Devo cover, right? Yeah, they played a Devo "Freedom cover. of Choice." They yep. rocked that up so much you could barely recognize it if you're not paying attention. And yep. they did. Uh, Cherry Bomb by the Runaways. Oh, that's right. They did Cherry Bomb. That's right. Jeez, I I forgot about that. you could kind of pass that off as a punk rock song. Oh, you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and you know, and and Todd was telling jokes between songs and stuff. And a funny, funny guy. Even though I don't really enjoy that kind of music, it was still a fun set. Now, whereabouts were you? Did did you go up front to watch them? Because I was actually sitting at the back with with, with your wife and with uh, with Scott. I was sitting at the table. Well, we did get some food between... I think we know we did get some food at some point, but I was kind of back and forth. Yeah, I was mostly down front for the first two bands, pretty much the whole time, unless I was getting a beer or peeing. But there was so many people down for mobile, I I, I did go down there a little bit, back and forth, sort of. Yeah, and it was super cool. Like everybody, it felt like a big family. Like people would just come up to you and start talking to you and stuff, right? Like it was just, yeah. yeah. I mean, what a fact. It was, I wish know, people would have actually introduced themselves a little better. It was really cool that like the, that was that vibe where people were just like, hey, somebody came up to me and said, hey, where's Neil? Meanwhile, I've never seen this person in my life, you know. 
Well, the funny, yeah, and the funny thing was, some guy came up to me and goes, "Hey, Neil, how's it going? Uh, you know, I I really like the haircut. You must, you know, get that done in Chicago." And I was like, "Oh, this." I was thinking to myself, "This guy knows my name. He must maybe he knows Mike, my barber." So I started talking to him, and it was only later I realized my name's on my sweatshirt. <laughs> so that's <laughs> so that's how we knew who the fuck I was, right? So yeah, he because he was a local. Yeah, I was like, do you, "Why do you know Chicago? Do you know Mike?" And he's like, "No." I was like, Oh, it's funny. That's weird. That was yeah. me. That was me this weekend. This guy was looking at me, going, or this this conference I was just at. He's looking at me, going, "Yeah, well, Tom, what about you?" And I'm like, "Why do you know my name?" Oh, yeah, that's right. We're in stupid name tags because we're at. Oh a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so for those that don't know, on our punk July Day sweatshirts, I had for Tom and me, we had on we had a, I had our names put on there. So and Rick. That, that's right, yeah, because Rick, Rick asked me if he could, especially if he could have his name put on his sweatshirt, and he's kind of our roadie. He was acting as our roadie. I felt so bad. So Rick came down from yeah, Chicago, too, my man. buddy. Stunk. I think he. Was, I thought he was really gonna. I thought we were really gonna tie one on. He and I. Yeah. So uh, he came down from Chicago with me, to, you know, to help us, you know, to, well, to see the show, but also to help us with some of the mic stuff. He brought a mic from work and stuff that we were gonna use, and uh, and then like like after like an hour or something, he didn't feel well, so he had, he went back to the hotel and missed pretty. Yeah, much. he pretty much made it through the podcast, and that was about yeah, it. And that was about it. He he pretty basically missed the whole show. So and he drove had to drive back to Chicago the next day. You know, so yeah. I felt really bad for that. But anyway, he was fine. He had a good time. He he was talking it up on Monday. I yeah, I mean, he was really talking it up on Monday, so he really enjoyed it. So, oh, cool. Anyway, I'm gonna play a song. So, um, All right, I'll tell you what, Neil. Let's put a let's put a little. You play the song, and then I'm gonna go pee, and I'll be right back. All right. So, Talk it out. Okay. So um, I'm gonna play a song by the Distractions, uh, the first band that played that night, and they were really good. I really enjoyed them. I'd never really heard them before, and I was thrilled when they actually uh, burst into a cover of Radio Radio by Elvis Costello, which is uh, one of my favorite Elvis Costello and the Attractions songs. Um, but I guess they've never actually recorded that because I would have played that. But instead, I'm going to play a song which is off a forthcoming album. So this is kind of a worldwide exclusive. So this is um, going to be on the forthcoming Distractions album, which is supposed to be out in the summer. It's going to be self-titled. And uh, this song is, gonna, is called Hate Me. So uh, this is Hate Me by the Distractions.
All right, that was Hate Me by The Distractions. And like I said, that's a worldwide exclusive. The first time you'll be hearing that off their new album, which is due out in summer of 2022. So, uh, but yeah, they were really good. They were, um, let's see, I think they were a four-piece, the drummer. Uh, ooh, geez, the, the drummer was mic'd up. He was doing a lot of talking between songs, and he was a really good drummer too, man. He was excellent. I don't know if the drummer actually sang any of the songs. I don't remember. But uh, I know that Jason, who we talked to, was singing backing vocals, and uh, I think the other guitar player was doing vocals most of the time. Tom, are you yeah, back? Yeah, the long-haired guitar player. Did the drummer sing any of the songs at all? Because I know he, had a, he was mic'd up, and he was, he he was talking a lot. I think he might lot. have taken lead on one. Yeah. Man, he was a really good drummer, man. It was that one song towards the end of the set where he was just like a fucking machine back there. Just was, pummeling, huh? So yeah, you, just you, played our, you, you played our world premiere. I did, I did, yeah, called Hate Me, yeah. So which will be out on, the, on their album this summer. It's due to be out, so. That's the um, title album by The Distractions. So, yeah, so you guys, at, at, after the bands were done, you guys kind of took off. Yeah, we uh, after right after Mobile Death Camp, I I waited for a while. Talked to some people. It was great. Talked to the Capcom Heroes guys a lot. They were super nice guys. It was unfortunate the singer had to leave. He was he was actually driving home that night because his wife hadn't been well, so uh, he actually had to leave. So we couldn't hang out too much. But yeah, we talked to Jimmy, the bass player, and his wife, and uh, some of the other guys what? in the band. I think I left, and you guys were talking to the drummer, I believe, as I was leaving. Well, it's it's funny, yeah, because I had been talking to him the night before because Jimmy and the drummer were at the show the night before in Chicago. Right, right, right. But it's funny, uh, Joey and I had our moment, and I think you were standing there, right? Like, and he's singing, and he just starts like gazing into my eyes, like he's doing like a theatrical <laughs> thing. Did you see that? I did. I did not see that. That's a bit weird. But and okay. our heads kept getting closer and closer together, and we like set our hands on each other's shoulders and touched heads. <laughs> You not see that during one of the songs. I don't remember which one it was, but his head was so sweaty. I pulled back almost immediately. Oh, disgusting! It was pretty funny. It was funny because I saw him later. I'm like, well, we had our special movies. I like, guess we did. You know, it was, it was. But yeah, we were actually going to go to another bar with Jimmy and his wife and the drummer, whose name eludes me. I'm sorry, I can't remember. I know that you know, and we're, we're for real friendly. I just can't think of his name. We we'll just call but, him Pete. Uh, what's that? <laughs> we we'll just call him Pete. Yes, Pete sounds Pistol like Pete. a good drummer name. Yeah, Pistol Pete. Um, we were actually going to go hit the bar after that, but... Uh, Which, now, I'll, I'll, let, let, let me ask this. Oh, so... Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I can't answer that right now. Um, what is that a work bar- call, Neil? Yeah. No, no, no it's not. No, that's not a work call. Okay. Um, so what bars were there in town? Because that was interesting, because I was thinking... There's quite a few. There's, there's, oh, there were. There's okay. eight or ten, I bet. Maybe, well, six or eight. Scott and I, well, you know, Scott and I famously... When we went there for the third anniversary of the record farm, this was the sixth that we just celebrated. We stayed at that same hotel that I stayed at this last time, and we walked the two miles to the state theater and hit every bar on the way. Yeah. Okay. So the, okay. So that's okay. So that's on Market Street. We were not on Market Street. The new place is not on Market. Street. Well, it's, it's, it's two, on Broadway. It's, it, here's I think. the thing: it's split. It's one way roads. One of them's Broadway. Yes. One of them's Market. Which is so. very very interesting. Whoever designed that town, it's very odd the way that there's just. Three a three lane highway going north and a two lane highway going south. It it's just a it's, little, uh, it's a little bit odd. Yes, yeah. it's a it's a strange it's a strange city. It's very yeah. uh, so I very guess, Indiana. So I guess what I meant was 
by the record farm, the new location of the record farm, there didn't appear to be any bars in that vicinity. I know what by the hotels there are, but there didn't seem to be anything. I by think the there's some. I think there's there's a couple in. No, there's some in the downtown area. There's one that we, the one we probably would have gone to is about halfway between the hotels and the record farm. It's called it's called the bungalow or something. We I don't know. Oh, I saw that. Well, that yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that one you and I went to last time for lunch it was called Shooters. That was a pretty big bar. Remember we went to lunch last time we were in Logansport. Did we? We had all those dartboards in the back. I think that's why it's called shooters, or maybe it was pool tables. I don't remember. Hmm. But so, anyway, yeah. and, and well, there's the Italian place, but they would have probably been closed, right? Mm-hmm. With the meatball sandwiches. That was an excellent but, place, yeah. Whatever that place was. Called. But but well, so we were talking about going, and we were going to do that, and then uh, my wife wanted a tour, or Scott wanted a tour, or Matt wanted to give us a tour. So we actually took a tour of the whole building, which is really interesting, man. It's a three story building, huge old building. And they put so much work into it, and it's it's uh, still a work in progress. But he's got a couple rooms upstairs. Like there's going to be a barber shop upstairs. He's going to lease out some of the rooms upstairs. So it's going to be a cool place. Uh, I mean, it already is a cool place. So we went on the tour, and then when we got done, they were gone, and we were pretty wiped out anyway. So we just called it a night too. Okay, I wish I'd have had the. Uh, I wish I'd have been on the uh, tour of the building. That would have been Neil. The best stuff. Ha- the best stuff always happens after you leave. Oh, that's fine. Okay, so. Mobile Death Camp finished. What time was that? Uh, ten o'clock, something like that. Well, I, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, about ten o'clock, right? I'd had probably three hours sleep the night before because I got in. Mm-hmm. I got home at one, and I always wake up at five. You know that. Um, so I was tired, man. So and you know, and the girls and they were hungry again because we had such a shit lunch. We had something to eat at the at uh, bonus pints, but yeah, they, I was going to say I hungry. think Laura and my wife were having quite a good time. Oh, they were. The no, it was, the fir- it was the first time meeting, and they had a, they had a really good time together. Yeah, it was it was nice. Um, but this is funny, man. We decided to go. You know, yeah, actually, there's, there's two two things funny about this. Let me talk about these two funny things about our our your ex wife, my wife meeting for the first time. A, the first thing my wife said to me is, "I can't believe how normal." Laura is. <laughs> what did you? Did you well, and the and the other thing she said uh, that Laura said to me was, "I just met your wife for the first time. She's way too pretty for you." <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, well, thanks, Laura. I got her when I was young and you know, thin and had hair. So you know, what are you gonna do? Anyway, <laughs> oh, thought that was funny. pretty. Thought that's, that was pretty funny. But anyway, funny. I'm sorry. That, that is funny. So that, where did you go to eat at ten o'clock? So we would, we would we would drive him back to the hotel. And uh, we see there's a McDonald's. No, oh. and boy, like, you were well, really you were really coming up aces, man. Bob Evans and McDonald's. Well, you're... we're like we're like you know we'll we'll stop and get Lydia's like she'll get a fish sandwich or something because you're vegetarian, sure. pescatarian, sure. right? So um, we'll get how bad could it be? French fries, whatever. So and we're sitting <laughs> we're sitting in the line and there's like one truck in front of us. And when I say truck, I mean a truck, right? A, a country four by four or whatever. And in the city. Um, you know where I live. It might be there for two minutes. You'd be waiting in line. That would be about it. We literally sat behind this truck for ten fucking minutes in the drive-through. We had no <laughs> idea what this fucker was ordering, and it turned out he was getting at ten o'clock on a Saturday night. He was getting a chocolate shake and some kind of uh, some other kind of uh, ice cream dessert. I don't know what else oh, they have there, but some other kind of That's thing. about the only thing I really want from there anyway, honestly, we the could, shakes. Because we could see them making it. And I was like, what is taking so fucking long? Like, in the in the city, people would have bought out a gun and been shooting by this time. No no joke. <laughs> like, I thought maybe they were getting dinner for 50 people or something like that. It was taking so goddamn long. So, anyway. 
we sat in line there and ended up I got some chicken nuggets. I was so hungry by that time I got some chicken nuggets and stuff. And then we took mm. it back to the hotel and we ate at the hotel. And I have to say, if you stay next time next time we go there, Tom, the Holiday Inn is really nice. The Holiday is it? Inn, okay. yeah, it, it was excellent. I I have to admit that it was ac- it was more than where you stayed. It was like an extra fifty bucks, but it was worth. Yeah, it was it. quite a bit more. That's why I didn't do it because yeah. our place in Chicago was pretty pricey. It was, and honestly, the reviews for the Holiday Inn weren't really much better than the Super Eight. So, well, it was it was. I mean, we stayed at the other place the other time, and this yeah, was, the, this the was Super Eight is, is the Super Eight is nicer than that Quality Inn or whatever. That Quality Inn or whatever we stayed last time, that was nothing to write home about. Yeah, the Quality Inn was a piece of crap. Um, but yeah, this Holiday Inn was really really nice. The rooms were almost brand new. Everything was new furniture. There was fridge. Mm. There was a coffee maker. There was a microwave. Actually, it was better than the hotel room we had in Vegas. It was mm. it was mu- it was much better than that. So, yeah. So well, we, match it, match it. Book punk rock bowling down there. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Oh, yes, Logan Sport bowling. Maybe you put a bowling alley in at Bonus Pints. That would be good. Um, I'm sure there's a bowling alley somewhere, dude. That's the kind of town that has a bowling alley, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. You would think so. So anyway, so we ate, and then we went to bed, and then the next they even had breakfast catered the next morning. So they had breakfast in the hotel, and they had really good sausage gravy and biscuits. Mm. So Bob Evans can kiss my ass. We had yeah, some of those hotels inn. have really good breakfast, yeah, man. They, they that's, did. that's yeah. It was excellent. So we had that, and then we ended up uh, rolling home about nine thirty on Sunday. So how how about you? What time do you guys get up from? The- we took a little bit of a circuit cutest route to get home because i wanted to so we couldn't there's nothing when i asked matt like well what's good for brunch on sunday morning out here he gave me the look like there's nothing good for brunch on sunday morning so we actually went to we took a little a little out of the way and went to warsaw there's a like a chain of breweries Hmm. in indiana called mad anthony's and we had been to this one before so it was pretty good so yeah we went to mad anthony's for lunch on the way home there's actually a pretty good record store in uh, Warsaw to Karma, one of the Karma chain, Indiana chain. But I'm like, uh, I didn't buy anything from Matt. I don't want to buy anything from this guy. I would have bought something from Matt. I just kind of slipped away. I was digging through his records, but he had a pretty decent selection there. Actually, I was pr- pretty impressed with the selection he had. I don't know how if you got a chance to do much shopping, but I did. It was he definitely had more than last time. I mean, the new releases section was like a whole wall. That was actually pretty impressive. Yeah. I was actually going to buy the new Darkness album, but. Um... I didn't because they had given me the podcast, uh, podcast. The Capcut Heroes guys had given me a signed copy of their album for Alan, so yeah. I had I was holding that already. And then they actually gave me a couple of T-shirts too, so that that was cool. Oh, so I got a couple of Capcut Heroes T-shirts. Yeah, I probably should have bought some merch from the bands on Saturday, but I was just I just didn't like get around to it. It wasn't like I didn't want to. I just right. I was, we were so busy, you know. It was like the whole thing was pretty hectic. So right, right. So. uh so, yeah, and like so I, I said, I, I had spent a bundle the night before, so it wasn't really didn't feel super bad about it. But yeah. but Matt was such a gracious host, I should have bought something just just because. Right, right. Um, you know, and shit. Thanks to all the bands who came out and played. I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know how much they got or whatever. But I mean, for the for the distractions, they're in South Bend, so it wasn't that much of a drive for them. But for the Capcom Heroes, I mean, that's you know a good three hour drive for those guys, yeah. and uh, you know, it was well, so I nice know they, of them I mean, to show they, up. I know, and I don't know what they got paid either, but I know that he paid them more than what he promised them. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Well, he, it, it was because he, so yeah. he was so happy with the yeah, he was so happy with the turnout. Well, I tell you what, they would have. Matt had let the let, you know we had a punk till I die tab. If we wouldn't if we wouldn't have had that you know gratis tab, they would have made a whole lot more money because we were going through them. Ooh. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. We had a punk till I die tab. Oh, did you not know that? No. <laughs> yeah. Screw you, Neil. Showed up late. <laughs> 
Well, it's funny too because I'm like when, when when they were ordering food, I'm like, don't put the food on the tab, don't put the because I felt so bad about it. But right. no, he uh, man, Matt, Matt's he's a great host. Like I said, I just saw his wife at the very end of the night. We we're leaving. I'm like, Katya, the food was so good, and she, well, I, but she was working so hard. She just, you know, I didn't even have time to talk to her. Really. Well, so. I'll tell you what. If Laura said that you were punching above your weight with with Cheryl, well, you know, Matt's punching yeah, Matt, above yeah. his wife with, <laughs> with, with, with his club. wife yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry, Matt, but uh, you might and be the lo- might be the Lord of Logansport, but yeah, you're uh, punching above your weight there, buddy. Exactly. Well, the problem is we got so much weight we're punching. That's what the <laughs> that's the that's the main problem. But yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt made that joke before. He's like, "Who cares if we're fat? We're, we got good looking wives." I'm like, "There you go." <laughs> there you go. So. Anyway, yeah. so anyway yeah. it was a, it was on the whole it was a super successful weekend i had a blast i mean the only th- oh, okay okay so tell me this you're younger than me you're 10 years younger than me and yep. i you know when i'm in i'm in pretty good shape but yep. after two nights of standing for four hours man my fucking lower back and my feet were killing me it was uh um, it wasn't i wasn't too bad i wasn't i wasn't too bad i think it was that the heroic consumption of that cream ale vanilla cream ale or that pistachio <laughs> yeah you guys were trying all that was... weird shit oh my god yeah i was a little concerned about like the cement mixer effect what was oh yeah yeah with all the other we get all those yeah. different beers in your belly and it just starts all of a sudden you feel it just swirling around yeah so it it's funny so it, yeah, I was gonna say, are we done with that, or you want to you want to stick there a little longer, or because I was gonna say, no, I think I, we're done. I, th- I think we're done with that. I was home probably like we actually on the way home. We actually stopped when we got back into the uh, Chicago suburbs. We got actually, you know what I did this time because I was so intent that I wasn't gonna fucking drive through Chicago and get stuck in that traffic. Yep. You know, and on the going going back by on um, Sunday on Sunday afternoon when there shouldn't be traffic anywhere. Yeah, but it will be you know right by what right by where the White Sox play right there. It's terrible, right? So I was like, I'm determined not to do that. So instead, I stayed on 94 and bypassed the city completely, went west of the city and got onto 294, going north to Wisconsin. So that's what I did, and it might have taken me a little bit longer, but I wasn't in any traffic jams at all, and I got home. And uh, you know, no, 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 no traffic. Not much traffic to speak of. And we stopped at an Irish place uh, in one of the suburbs, one of the northern suburbs, and had some decent food and uh, and had a pint of Guinness there. So that was actually pretty there decent, pretty decent end to the end to the evening, to the weekend. Yeah, it was good. Hmm. Well, like I said I've been I've been very busy. I uh, I got home and then last night we. I went to a two-day biosolids conference. What is biosolids? Is that just poop? Well, when you <laughs> clean water, ultimately you have to take the solids out of it. So what you're left with is biosolids, and something has to be done with it. What are the solids? What are you talking about? Well, you know, grit and everything else. All right. So, yes, I, two days I listened to speakers talk about what you can do with your biosolids. and it was it was you know it was, it was okay. A guy, another guy, and I went from work went and uh, so we had a pretty good time. Yesterday was the reception dinner. Of course, they give you two drink tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Like our drink tickets are gone before dinner. Now was it a hotel or something? Yeah, we stayed. Even though it was only like forty miles from home, we stayed there. And then we did the thing like the like we're college kids, right? So we had uh, we had a couple drink tickets each. We used those. I bought us, we bought a couple more drinks and. And it's like, well, the hotel bar's only open till ten. It looks pretty yuppie, but four tenths of a mile away, there's a dive bar. That's so we Mike. made that's Tom. That's Tom all over right there. So <laughs> we're in this 
thing with all these municipal workers and administrators and all this. And nobody else from the conference actually showed up over there, considering it was the closest bar within walking distance. I don't know if someone went downtown. Because you went downtown. It is in Holland, Michigan, that little downtown there. It's pretty nice, actually. They got a nice little downtown, hmm. some bars and restaurants and stuff. But, yeah, we went to this dive bar, and uh, we closed it down. Yeah, we went till 2 a.m. <laughs> my god okay, you're, a fuck, you're a fucking monster man you're a monster it was me and one other guy who's about 15 years younger than i that i work with and this other guy that we just sat down at our dinner table and we just became fast friends and we went and shot pool and just drank it was funny <laughs> i set my alarm because the breakfast was 7 a.m i set my alarm and it said you have four hours and 50 minutes until <laughs> your alarm's going off I'm like yay needless to say I made it down for breakfast. I made it through about one or two speakers, and I went back to my room and took a nap. <laughs> I probably, probably had to pee like a hundred times in the meantime, right? Well, I drank a couple cups of coffee, and they had halfway decent bread. That's one thing I will say with this thing, man. They fed us well. Like, obviously, I'm not in any danger of missing any meals anytime soon. But uh, it was cool. Cool little breakaway from home. But, yeah, so I had that, and now I'm home, and I'm doing this, and I... And then Friday, I'm making that quick trip back to Chicago. So it's been... Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's I'm going to see you again this Friday because tell the people why. We're going to see the Circle Jerks, the punk event of the summer or yep. spring or whatever. Circle Jerks, seven seconds, negative approach. Yes. At, at the, the Vic. Vic. At the Vic Theater, which is my favorite, ve- one of my favorite venues in Chicago. It's my favorite, like, you know, 1,200 mid-size. 1, mid-size venue, yeah. It's going to so, be sold out. It's going to be tight. Um, yeah, maybe it will. I mean, who knows? A lot of the, uh, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, it, guess. I mean, it, as, as I believe it's sold out, it's supposed to be sold out. Oh, it is. So, now? It's I think sold so. Out. Cause okay. they said they had like 70 tickets left. I mean, even if it's not, it's going to be, it's going to be tight. So yeah, I, I have never been there. So I'm excited about that. I'm not super excited about the quick turnaround, but like I said, I had some commitments that I had to make on Saturday and, uh, it'll be fine. And like I said, if we feel like it's Saturday morning, Maybe we'll record again, or we'll do it early in the week. We'll talk about it. Okay. <clears throat> I'm on call for work for the next week because the following week I'm going away for spring break. So, I mean, the only thing that the only thing that amuses me about this is that people, you know, people are making out because I've seen people on Facebook talking about it, and they're like, "Oh my god, I get a chance to see Seven Seconds. I haven't seen them in thirty years." Blah blah blah. It's like, well, where the they fuck just were they? Like five years ago. Yeah. yeah where the fuck were you guys? I saw them like a, two or three times. You know, in the last in the last seven or eight years, uh, I remember they, they played Riot Fest a few years ago. We saw they, them. Well, they played, a few years yeah. ago, it was probably ten, but yeah, yeah, they played Riot Fest. I saw them warming up for somebody at Bottom Lounge, and like there was hardly anybody there and nobody paying attention. So I don't know yeah, why all of a sudden these people are just rediscovering. You got to break, break up before people start paying attention to you. I mean, either that, or there's these late middle-aged guys who are now starting to get back into it again. I don't, I don't know what that it is. Be. It's an interesting, interesting concept, but people seem very so they'll have missed. All those other later albums, they'll only know the crew, I guess. That'll probably be all like, people would know, right? Yeah, the crew, Walk the Rock Killer, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun show, I think. Um, it will. It's be, I'm looking forward to it. I definitely, uh, yeah, I definitely want to. I assume I'll write it up. It's funny. I'll write up, I'll definitely write up the show from Friday. I don't know when I'll get to it, but I want to write up the show for Friday. But I probably. I won't do Saturday because it would just would be like a conflict of interest. I mean, there are people who would do that. I'm not dropping any names. There are people who would do that for their own show, but I'm not going to do it. So anyway, it's a great time. Cool. Well, I'm going to play so. a last song then because we're almost done, right? I'm going to play. Um, Tom, did you know that the Capcom Heroes uh, put out a, a joint uh, a split with the Zoonoids and they did a Misfits cover on it? 
a, like a record or like digital or what? I did was, not want that. It was a CD, I believe. It was released. It was only like 100 copies, I believe. They did it for Halloween a couple of years ago. So they did, uh, Capcom Heroes did. I well, that should be on Marshall. a 7 inch. That should they, be on a 7 inch, I think. Yeah, no, because it was sexy, uh, not sexy, baby. Hey, Pizza. Um, so it was that's C- who did their yeah. that's who did their records too. Yeah, yeah. So it was CD only. So fellow they, fellow podcaster. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's the uh, the dummy room guys. Oh, that's right. Who, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, hey, pizza's his label. Do we yeah. need to have a label if we want to take it to the next level? I think we do. I think we need to have a label. Yeah, and put out some cassettes or some nonsense. Um, <coughs> eight. I know an eight track girl. Anyway, oh fuck that. Um, <laughs> Capcom Heroes. Uh, do I do I turn and uh, I turn into a Martian? And Zoonoids do a um, Sam Hain cover, I believe. Uh, I nice. don't remember which one, but anyway, uh, it's called Halloween AD is the name of the CD. So anyway, this is going to be the uh, uh, Capcom Heroes doing their version of I Turned Into a Martian. So uh, yeah, enjoy. Enjoy, Richard. I know how much you love the Misfits. Capcom Heroes doing I Turned Into a Martian off the split with the hey, Zonoids. It's, it's funny you mentioned Richard because congratulations, Richard. I know his daughter just got married. Yep, that's right. He did. She did, I mean. She did. Yeah. So congratulations to Richard's daughter. Yep. I don't know what her name is, but yeah, congratulations. I saw Richard like dressed up in a suit, you know, not wearing his, you know, sandals or whatever garbage he wears. And uh, he looked quite dapper. Well, he also just, it's funny you say that. He's Tom. the Duke of Punk, dude. I'm thinking he might be the Duke of Punk. Well, I would have agreed with you, except he just put up another picture of him with the, uh, that like umpa looking band or whatever that's playing there. And he's in his punctuali dye sweatshirt and he's got his sandals on, his mandals oh, with white socks. That's, that's that, your band. No sandals and punctuali dye sweatshirt. That is a combination that's not acceptable. Yep. And white socks too. Unless you're wearing flip flops because you're in prison. So in the shower, yeah. And I said he's a he's a total legend. That guy, he doesn't care. He just doesn't care. But yeah, he does clean up nice. He, you know, congratulations to your daughter and stuff. So that's great. Yeah. So yeah. No. Yeah. We're happy for you, man. Yep. And also, I'll uh, give a shout to our man, Mike the Mailman. I think might be going through some crap. So anyway, I'm not gonna get into it. But yeah, good luck to you, brother. 
So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's enough. Till uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again uh, after the uh, circle jerk shindig. Follow our follow our continuing weekend. adventures. Yep. Continue our trend of you know talking about the gig lasting longer than the gig, right, John Bates? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll uh, yeah, we'll so punk die die seventy seven at Gmail or yeah, get on that punk till I die Facebook group. I can't. We're we're getting new members, you know, almost daily. I can't tell if it's. It's like 50-50, I think, between people who actually listen and people who just want to try to promote their own stuff. So, Well, I tell you what, there's been a lot of people posting like gig photographs and stuff. Give us some reviews of the gigs, too. Tell, yeah. us, tell us if they're any good or not and tell us you know, what the old bands are playing and stuff. So, yeah. I, I better take a picture. I've got a bunch of new records. I better take pictures of them. And you know what? Because I've been involved with, the, with, with moving and stuff, so that's all I've been concentrating on the last couple yeah, of Yeah, I noticed you've been pretty scared. Yeah, I, I mean, even you and I haven't been talking that much. Yeah. I, I, been busy so, honestly so have i so so i haven't been buying many records recently so uh i'll have to get back on that train again so anyway um yeah thanks for listening everybody and uh we will talk to you soon stay free and we'll smell you soon smell you later smell you later keep a little mark in your heart bye everybody all right see ya bye <laughs>